Hey, it's Bill Simmons. I have some good news for you. The hottest take. It's back. Oh, yeah. Monday through Thursday, four times a week, you hear from me, Chris Ryan, Sean Fantasy, Mallory Rubin, Wazdeen Lambrey, Van Lathan, Julie Lippman, many other ringer staffers. You get one take, you got to defend it to the death. Sports takes, pop culture takes, food takes, airplane takes. Oh, yeah. It's coming back. First episode drops August 29th. This episode is brought to you by Pure Leaf Ice Tea. Go beyond reality with new Pure Leaf Blackberry Ice Tea and discover a berry delicious world bursting with unexpected blackberry flavor. A world so full of refreshing blackberry iced tea that you may never want to leave. But there's always time to linger. Try new Pure Leaf Blackberry Ice Tea. Visit Amazon.com slash Pure Leaf and enter 20 Pure Leaf for 20% off your purchase of new Pure Leaf Blackberry Ice Tea. There's no better feeling than a personal win. And the State Farm Personal Price Plan can help you do just that. Talk to a State Farm agent today to learn how you can bundle and save with a personal price plan. Like a good neighbor, State Farm is there. Prices are based on rating plans that vary by state. Coverage options are selected by the customer. Availability, amount of discounts and savings, and eligibility vary by state. Welcome back to the Death Taxes and Bananas podcast for yet another thrilling episode. Uh, we are at the end of the Challenge USA. It's been a surprising season to watch as not just a Challenge veteran, but as a fan and as a viewer. I'm not going to lie, out of the gate, um, you know, I was a little bit um, apprehensive about seeing how this new cast of Challenge competitors who have never been on the screen before, who have been on other reality television shows, we're going to do. And I got to say, uh, this season left me uh, wanting more, and I was uh, impressed by the talent and uh, by the personalities that came to the show. And my uh, next guest definitely made an impression this season. She is a three-time Survivor veteran and the first ever female Challenge USA winner. And out of all the firsts I've had on the uh, on the podcast here, this may be the first time that I fail a field sobriety test while doing a podcast. <laughs> so I'd like to welcome once again the winner of the Challenge USA, Mrs. Sarah Lacina. Sarah, welcome to the podcast. Thank you, Johnny. Um, you know it's an honor to be here. When Johnny Bananas asked you to be on his podcast, you can't say no. So well, well, we tried that once, and I was only allowed fifteen minutes. And I'm like, guys, like fifteen minutes is not enough time for me. Well, I mean, I've heard it is, but not for a podcast. Well, you've been you've been Wikipedia. You've been you've been uh, you've been Googling me. I see. <laughs> no, that's just word on the street. The other girls are saying 15 minutes is enough for you. Well, Sarah, when I do math equations in my head, I can last for at least 25 minutes <laughs> on the podcast. Or you think about Penn State football. Yeah, yeah, yeah. When we, when we play Iowa. That really, <laughs> really gets me going. Now, one of the questions I'm always asked after, uh, after the challenge is, what did I do with the money that I won? And I can already see what you did. You built yourself a home theater system. I love it. No. Uh, so, so my son is eight and he's like, mom, no, you're not going again. You're not going. Uh, so the one stipulation was, is he said I had to win and I had to buy him a PS five. So, um, I bought a PS five and I filled my car up with gas and it's gone now. <laughs> like, well, that's great. So, so he should want you then so is this is like so this is kind of like he should want you to do more seasons then because there's like an incentive for you going away. Yeah, you're going to be gone for a while, but then mom comes home, she's got some money in her purse and he's getting a brand new PS5. I'll tell you what, if my mom wanted to do a challenge, I'd be like, "Mom, bring me home a brand new PS5. You're you're good to go. Take all the time right. you want." Right. The problem is he wants a dog now. So you're going to have to go on the next season and get him a dog. Yeah, but I don't want a dog. <laughs> like a PS5 will sit there and I don't have to do anything with it. I don't PS5 it takes care of it. You don't have to feed a you don't have to feed a PS5. Right. You don't have to take it outside. Like it's good right there on the shelf. Yeah. All right. Well, I gotta say, this is uh the first time, a lot of firsts, like I said before. 
Generally, when I'm having conversations with uh, an officer of the law, I'm either sitting in the backseat of their patrol car or I'm looking at their their lights in my rearview mirror. So this is this is a a whole different uh, environment that I'm in right now. So right, it's it's taking everything I have not to jump through this screen and throw you in handcuffs, but uh, I'm resisting. Right. Well, it's good. See, that's why I'm glad we didn't do this one in person. Right, right. Yeah. That's what they said. They were like, Johnny refuses. This, like, pod, okay, this podcast would have ended in a whole different way. <laughs> um, so just to start out, you um, did three seasons of Survivor. Yep. What was it about, I guess, what did you bring to the table? Because Survivor is a little bit different than the challenge. The challenge pretty much, once you do a season, as long as you didn't mimic a, a houseplant or wallpaper the entire season, there's a pretty good chance you're coming back. Survivor is not necessarily like that. To get invited back for two seasons and to get invited back for a third, there's got to be something you bring to the table a lot of other people don't. So what is it about, I guess, your tele reality television persona and coming on Survivor that made you stand out above, above the rest? Honestly, like when I got asked back for Game Changers, I'm like, why? Like, I, I really didn't understand it. But after you play um, your first time, once you figure out the secret, and you know the secret. And I, I don't. I'm not. What's the secret? Well, production doesn't care who wins. They're trying to make a TV show. Mm -hmm. And the if you can balance like what you want, like I want to win, but the people making the show don't care if I win or not. So how do you make them happy and make yourself happy? And that's once you figure that out, that's the secret. I've said for, for, for years, like, uh, people were worried, like, oh, I said this or that, um, in the interviews, like, uh, cash would be like, oh, they just wanted me to talk about Cinco. And I'm like, oh, it won't even make air. Don't worry about it. Like I've been on three seasons survivor. We talk about so much stuff. Like it doesn't even matter. And I've never ate my words so hard in my life because I'll go into my interviews and I'll say whatever they want me to say, you know? Mm -hmm. And, and I mean, you can tell which, which direction is going. And so I'm like, yeah, sure. Whatever. Because if it has nothing to do with the end game, it's never like been brought up. And now this season has just been all like, bleh, and I'm like, Oh, all right. But at the same time, I don't care. Like whatever, if that, if, if this is what they want to put on, I will be that for you. Mm -hmm. I'm good with it. And, and, and it's, and like you said, I mean, that if that's, yeah, I, I totally understand what you're saying because I've done the same thing over the years where when I show up, yes, I'm obviously a cast member first, but I've done enough of these seasons where I put my producer hat on as well. And I know exactly, like you said, what they want and what the storylines that they're trying to create, the storylines they're trying to chase. And as long as you just kind of play the game and as long as you contribute to that, and as long as you help move the story forward, I, I, and I have no experience, obviously, being on Survivor, but that's the way the challenge works. But is Survivor similar to that, too? You could kind of tell what storylines they're trying to chase, what dynamics they're trying to highlight, and you kind of then, as a embedded producer, kind of just help push that storyline along? Right. Like, okay, so, for example, on Survivor, mm -hmm. if you find a hidden immunity idol. They don't put that out there. Like you're not at home where you're storing up all this money in your savings account. Like, yeah, no, you get something there, you spend it because they put it in play for a reason. Yep. And if you don't, then you just shit on what they tried to do. Mm -hmm. And so again, it's like, I feel bad. Like I'm giving away secrets to it. Um, but it's the truth. Like you have to be able to figure that out. And then once, once you do, and that's just a small example of like of what I'm talking about. And you will see the people who do that, who play ball seem to find a lot of hidden immunity idols. Now I never found one in three seasons, but, um, I didn't need to either, but you can tell like, yeah, they put that stuff out there to be used. And, and the challenge is like the same way. Like, you know, they're throwing people in to eliminations. They don't want like the obvious vote in. They mm -hmm. don't want like, you know, in Survivor, it's called a pagonging. That's when it, when it all started back, you know, in the early, early years. And that's where one alliance just stuck together and they took everybody out and it was so predictable. And like, I watch big brother too. And big brother does that a lot. Like all the votes are unanimous. Like that sucks. That's shitty TV to me. I like to see where people are like, what, you know, and, and not know what's going on. 
So if you're willing to play ball in that aspect, I think that gives you a leg up. And I'm glad you made that point because this actually bolsters an argument that I've made for years. I'm not sure if you're familiar with my background and some of the controversial moves I've made on the challenge, but there was another Sarah that you may be familiar Uh, with. (laughs) Yeah. There was this very famous moment when there was this money grab and I took $275,000 from her at the top of a mountain in Argentina. And I always said, so production put this twist in 100% for the two of us because she had already done me dirty in a prior season. We were paired up again. And I genuinely believe that the twist was put in at the last minute because they wanted one of us to take the money from the other one. Now, there was three teams that all had the exact same opportunity to do it. And the first two teams decided not to. And I'm sitting there thinking like, okay, obviously, do I want the money? Of course. Do I want, you know, this moment that is going to go down in infamy for sure. But more than anything, I want to do production right because they put this twist in place. And how big of a of a uh, missed opportunity would it have been had I just played nice and been all kumbaya and been like, you know what? I'm going to split the money. I'll tell you what, we wouldn't still be talking about it. And like you said, you know, that was production tossing one of us a layup because I feel like either one would have done it and they knew that we were going to take that shot. And it ended up being an amazing moment. So, yeah, it's it's but it's having that intuition. It's being intuitive enough to see beyond your own game that's taking place right there and looking at the bigger picture and being like, at the end of the day, I want the show to be good. And, you know, that's what's uh, that's what's going to make it good. Controversy, friction, swim in the opposite direction. That's what they love. Exactly. And, and again, like once you realize it, like your, your doors have opened to actually playing a more fun game, Mm -hmm. you know, and you can still be loyal knowing that, but you still, you can navigate it. it. It can be done. And clearly you do it, you know, and, and there's a reason they keep asking you back. And, you know, I, I sit there and go, I don't know why they do. Well, clearly I'm playing ball and I'm, figured something out. Maybe I don't know what, but I figured it out. It's, a je ne, it's the je ne sais quoi. You can't put your finger on it, but it's there. Do you right. feel like in the past, because you've played that type of a game and because you are someone that is, you know, playing up, playing up for the cameras and not just kind of, cause there's a lot of cast members that go on every season and they literally, they're there to get paid. They're not mm-hmm. there to make any extra waves. They're not there to make their lives, you know, their game or their lives any more difficult than it already is, even if it's, you know, for the betterment of the show. But do you feel like in the past, because you've played that game and because you're, you're not just necessarily playing for yourself, but you're playing outside of that for, 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 for the bigger, for the bigger picture, do you feel like you've been maybe unfairly portrayed by not just cast members, but by fans as well? And you're like, guys, I'm trying to make a show here. I wouldn't say unfairly portrayed. I would say maybe not accurately portrayed. Because if I think if you talk to a lot of my castmates, minus maybe two of them, uh, they all were like, Sarah was like one of my best friends in the house. She was Would so one of these cast members be named Tyson? Probably. <laughs> <laughs> uh, and, and you know what, though? That all stems from a prior game with him. And yeah. like, I legitimately thought like, you know, I wasn't even when when I voted him out twice. Maybe it was the second time that got him that, that stung. I don't know. But uh, I wasn't plotting against him. He mm-hmm. starts throwing out people's names in our alliance. And I'm like, and, and then Sandra's like, I don't want to work with him anymore. And I'm like, dude, you, you sunk your own ship. And then the second time he got voted out um, twice in one season, like he, yeah, two times. Um, he, he wasn't even going to go that night. Jeremy was supposed to. And then Jeremy had this new twist thing where he could get up and leave a uh, tribal council. So it's like, bro, it wasn't even going to be you. This is nothing personal. Like let's get over it. So I've always not understood where the animosity is. We go into the game. Uh, we talked, I thought we had worked everything out. Clearly we didn't. Um, then we come home and he starts his shit back up. And I literally send him a message. And I'm like, I thought like we cleared the air on this. Is this after the challenge? This is before the challenge. This is after Survivor. No, no, no. This is after the challenge. Oh, wow. Okay. 
Yeah. And I'm like, mm-hmm. I thought we cleared the air and he's like, Oh yeah. What I said that, that was more like pregame mindset. And okay. like, I'm like, yeah, because, and so we straight up haven't talked since that point, but yet you would think like we have this big beef. I don't have a problem with him. Well, I mean, he talks a lot of shit about me and my husband wants to kick the shit out of him. But, uh, <laughs> um, but like, as far as I, like, I don't know, like, okay. <laughs> So I, and, th- and this happens on the challenge as well, because that was the other things I think a lot of, a lot of challenge. So there's a lot of obviously survivor viewers that tuned in to watch the two of you are very familiar with your guys's past, but a challenge I up until this season, I've never, I just watched the first episode of survivor this season, just to, you know, see what all the, the hoopla is about, but to a casual challenge viewer who doesn't necessarily watch survivor, I don't think a lot of people were aware of the history the two of you had. And on the challenge, there's a carryover effect as well. That's why a lot of times you got to think ahead. You're like, all right, I, I can make this move now, screw this person over, but there's a good chance that I'm going to see this person in the future again. So you guys coming on, you, there was obviously, even though you, the Survivor and Big Brother and you guys all came in, in your own little alliances, it wasn't what it appeared on the surface. So there was already kind of like a rift or like a fracture in between the Survivor Alliance with Tyson on one side and then you and Ben on the other side, right? Right. But again, I thought we like talked that out because I also know that loyalty wins Mm -hmm. and like I'll reference like the cookout all day on this. Like they didn't all like each other. And you, sorry, if you're not familiar with. No, I know. Yeah. I had, I had a Kylan on earlier this season. I actually watched uh, the, I watched the final of, uh, of the last big brother. Yep. Right. So, okay. They, they were so successful. They didn't all like each other, Mm -hmm. but guess what? They were loyal to each other. So Tyson, it's okay if you don't like me. Uh, It's okay if you don't like Ben, but we're willing to work with you and be loyal to you. And so I, that's why like when he threw me in, I'm like, really dude, like where this is coming for me, it was coming from left field Mm -hmm. and I didn't know, but Ben was actually throwing Tyson's name out. Like, let's get Tyson out. And and, and Ben hadn't said that to me because he knows I would have been like, uh-uh, like we're not doing that. And so Tyson just assumed like guilty by association, you yeah. know? And so, yeah, it's, it, it's just messy. Well, I think that's part of it. But as someone who has been scorned in the past by someone that, uh, again, I'm referencing Sarah again, who, you know, I felt like was a friend. I remember coming on the season rivals when I ended up taking the money from her. And I remember looking at this challenge and be like, okay, now we're paired up we're going to hopefully win out. We're going to go to the end. We're going to win a final. And I'm sitting there thinking, and I'm like, wait a minute, this is kind of unfair because she's going to win here. She still has the answer. She still won when she sent me in. And now I'm going to potentially help her win again. So she wins again. And I'm like sitting here like, but there's like this imbalance here that like, I just could not ever wrap my mind around or, 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 you know, just, I guess, rectify in my own soul. So maybe that was part of it too, is the fact that it's like, as much as you wanted to move forward and be like water under the bridge, he might've, he, I guess he still felt some sort of way. And he felt like there was like this, you know, wrong that needed to be, that, that needed to be righted, I guess. Yeah. I, I think it makes total sense. Cause you know, up until then, I mean, Tyson hadn't voted me out. Mm-hmm. So it, it, it's like, I don't have anything to be mad at him about. Did, did it surprise you when early on, I guess, inst- instead of saying, because he even said when I had him on the podcast the first time we were talking about the alliances and it seemed like all the respective shows were kind of sticking to their groups. But he said that wasn't the case even from the beginning. He goes, it may have looked like that, but it, but there was already fractures within the, 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 the Survivor Alliance. Did it surprise you at all that like he almost like allied himself with like Angela, who was on like a different show, like pretty early on? Okay. So that, that's the, that's, what's frustrating about, um, Tyson doing podcasts and press and whatnot is, I mean, if you compare everybody else's exit press to his, his is the only one that's rogue. And so when he says that, um, of course he wants to make that the, the theme now, but no, we were, there was a survivor strong deal. Um, and then on top of it, there was this other Alliance that we called the core Alliance and it was me. Angela, Ben, Tyson, and Kylan. And everybody was on board with like, yeah, let's get the strongest people like to the end. Strong people wanted to protect strong people. And so that was a thing 
up until I got thrown in. And they would tell me like, Hey, you know, Ben's being kind of rogue, rein him in, you know? So I'm like having to be the middleman here trying to like hold this alliance together. But that's originally like where we all started. Angela and I were super close for like the first, up until I got thrown in. Mm -hmm. And then I'm like, and then at that point there was just really no rectifying it. But yeah, people, that narrative won't come out because it doesn't benefit Tyson to have that narrative come out. What benefits him or, or, you know, is to spew, um, oh, never working with her. Well, that's not true at all. So, yeah. So was that a blind? So then, I mean, cause I, uh, again, editing as a viewer, you don't know exactly, you know, what went down, but would, was that uh, in your eyes, a blind side from him when he threw you in? Oh yeah. Were you, were you um, aware that this is what was going to go down? No, not at all. And like Tyson would go out of his way to be like, you're good. And I'm like, okay. And Leo's like, he's like, he goes, you think we're going in? And I go, I wouldn't be surprised, but I'd be very disappointed. So yes, I was extremely shocked, but I was, I was disappointed. I wasn't surprised. I expected this out of him. So yeah, I, I had no clue. Like Angela, like came up and worked out with me that day. And then like, she sits down and needs dinner with me right before we're going, you know, because we were good friends at that point. And it's like, I think she says like selfishly, like she did that because in the event that I went home, she wanted to hang out and I'm going, what the fuck? Like, and so that's where it like cuts extra deep. It's like, wait a minute. Like, did you think I would come back and this would all be okay then? Like you guys went overboard than just a blind side. Like you've been hanging out with me all day. We broke bread. We painted each, we, we braided each other's hair. That's right. And you know, Tyson, you're, you're walking past me going like, you're good. Like, Mm -hmm. yeah, you already told me that you don't have to keep saying it. And like, so, and, and to me then it made no sense because in theory, like you've, I, you've done plenty of challenges from a male perspective. You want weaker males to go to the final and you want stronger females. We call them Whereas, layups. Correct. And I want strong guys going mm-hmm. and weaker girls in theory. So mm-hmm. Tyson, how does it, I'm just racking my brain. I'm going, how does this make sense? If Leo at this point has not proven himself to be a good competitor, he's, if he's this weak guy and I'm a strong girl, this is a horrible move for you. And so then I I think that's where I'm like, you know what, like this was all an emotional decision and it was about payback and that's fine, but it didn't pay me back. Like, and that's what, and that was going to be my next point is a lot of times, and I've been, I've been guilty of this in the past too, is sometimes you let your emotions cloud your strategic mind, right? And sometimes you'll, you'll feel a certain way. And even though you feel like maybe strategically, this isn't the best play, this will satisfy this, you know, emotional void or this like, uh, you know, th- th- this, this, uh, this emotional toll that this has taken, um, even if it's to the detriment of my game. And I've seen that happen so many times in the past. Right. And, but it never, I mean, I, I won't say never, I guess, cause I don't know for sure, but it usually does not work in your favor though. Yeah. No, it like, doesn't. It, and so looking back, you're going, okay, I might've been, um, satisfied in the moment, but now I'm not like now we're removed. I wish I wouldn't have done that. That's why my thing, when people ask me like, Oh, play survivor. I'm like, look, my best advice is this. You have to be willing to work with everyone, regardless if you like them or not. Just if, if it works for your game and, and you, you don't like them, you still need to work with them. And if you can do that, you'll be successful. But when you just write people off because you don't like them, that's going to mess with your game. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I mean, it did. I think I think it definitely made, I think he made a calculated decision. I think you were just saying like, how could Angela and him tell me I'm good all day and, and eat with me? That Sometimes the hardest thing to recover from is a blind side. And I've been there in the past. If you go into elimination and you know you're going in and you're mentally ready, you're a lot more dangerous and you're a lot more, you know, uh, uh, you know, fired up and willing to go in and, and, and compete sometimes. Then if you show up 
you feel like you're chilling. You got the night off. You don't have a care in the world. And then all of a sudden you're down in the sand. Sometimes people do not have the ability. And I, in the past, when I've really been blindsided, I mean, it's rattled me so much that I literally was not able to get in that mental headspace. So I'm assuming, I don't know, but I'm assuming that was kind of like the play. It was like to kind of lull you in the submission. And then when you weren't ready for it, you know, just kind of, kind of blindside you. So, but it didn't work. You and Leo end up coming out on top. Yeah. And I would say that's how I, I operate though. Like, you know, the daily challenges, I'm not winning these. And I'm like, and trust me, I was trying, mm-hmm. but I also don't feel this life or death need to win. Like, yeah, you, you need to win, but do you? Yeah. And so then, you know, I, I perform so much better when my back's against the wall and I have no other option but to fight. For me, that works, but not for everybody. Cause some people crumble under that, you yeah. know, sometimes actually it's better if you feel like your, your position in the game is solid. Sometimes it's actually better to not win because then you're making enemies. Cause then you're the one that has to say names. You're the one that Mm -hmm. has to put names up on the board. And you know, if you, if you take a shot and miss and that person comes back, guess who they're coming for? Exactly. And, and that did, it upset that move blew the house up Mm -hmm. for the rest of the season, which fine with me, but like, don't be mad at me that your move didn't work. And now you think I'm making your life miserable because that's my goal right now is to make your life miserable. Like, yeah. Yeah. I mean, and, and listen, and if we're talking, and if we're going back to what we were talking about before about, you know, playing the game and making, and making the show good. I mean, from, from a, from a viewer's standpoint, because I felt like up to that point, everyone was playing such a just kind of safe game and every, and and all the moves that were being made were just obvious. Like, of course they're going to throw this, uh, you know, them and they're the weakest team. They have the least connections, whatever. Tyson and Angela throwing you and Leo in, I think was the first big move that, like you said, really just like blew the game up. And it's when, I mean, the game really started. Well, yeah. Cause then it even creates drama in the house. Cause you know, before that I start like watching the edit and, and I was a little baffled by it at first. I'm like, wait a minute. So Danny and I win and like, I don't feel like I'm coming off very likable here. And Danny's whole storyline is about his wife, Kiki we're the winners and you want people to tune in and watch us. Like, how is this happening? And then a couple episodes, I was like, I was really just baffled by the edit. And then I finally was like, I get it now. They don't have anything else. No. Like, yeah. and, and it, like we played Johnny, we played hide and seek for crying out loud a couple nights. Um, they're not going to play us. They're not going to, no. people don't want to watch us playing hide and seek. And exactly. So, yeah. It's like, if everybody's kumbaya all the time and nobody's like, like people will answer questions in their interviews. Like, um, yeah, you know, he has a really good heart, but I didn't really want to be paired with him. And, but overall, I don't have anything bad to say about him. Like, that's not what they want. Be like, yeah, he fucking sucked in that. And I almost went home because of it. So fuck him. Is that really how I feel? Maybe not. But listen, TMZ, OK Magazine, the National Enquirer, these magazines would not exist if all they reported on was all the couples out there, famous celebrity couples who had happy marriages. Right. You know, people want to read. People want to read. The, they, they're voy- we're voyeuristic, I think. And that's the thing about especially reality television fans. P- they, they love drama. They love friction. They got this voyeuristic nature. And it's like people don't want if you look at showmances, okay, a lot of times if, if, if someone gets into a showman, steps on the challenge all the time. In the beginning, it's like, oh, these two hooked up. We're going to cover it. But if that, if that relationship blossoms into something like beautiful throughout the season, you don't hear about it. Yeah. But the second there's any sort of, you know, argument or fight or whatever, I mean, the cameras are on it and it becomes a storyline. You know what I mean? Because right. that's. Cause like you said, I mean, that's what people want to see. They want to see the drama and they want to, and, and that's the thing is like, I realized that very early on in reality TV is it's like, and that's why I became like, you know, the potster that you're figuring out the secret. And yeah. cause yeah. cash would always be like, man, they asked me so much about Cinco up there and blah, blah, yep. blah. And 
I'm like, oh, don't worry about it. It won't make the, it won't make air coming from survivor. Like, I feel like, um, it's more of, you have to watch episode one to understand episode two, to understand three and so on and so forth. Whereas I felt the challenge was more survivors, more of a book, a novel to read. Mm -hmm. And the challenge is a magazine where the, the page before might have nothing to do with the next page. And I, I took me half a season to, to understand that. And I'm like, Oh, cash. Don't worry. That'll never happen. Well, then when it was happening, I'm like, okay, this is not the storyline. It's the drama. Yeah. Because there's no other drama going on. I mean, people are playing mafia in the house. They're playing hide and seek painting toenails. Like we heard when we, cause we went and we went and filmed in Argentina right after you guys, same production crew too. Yeah. And they were like, they were, they were in bed at 10 every night up at six. You know, there wasn't a whole lot of arguing. There wasn't a whole lot of partying going on. It was just like a different, it was, you know, they almost like acted like adults and we're like, well, what is that? Adults. Exactly. What is that all about? It's all this adulting. I'm, I'm, we're the same age. I'm 38. So I grew up watching the challenge road rules, real world. And so like getting to go on the challenge was like a dream of mine. And so I'm like, yeah, I'm going to fuck shit up. Like I've, I've, and boy, you see the reaction I got from like celebrating my, I call it celebrating my elimination win. Um, but it's like, people were are like, oh, she's fucking psycho. And I'm like, no, have you not watched the real show? Like this was PG compared to the way they behave. And I thought everybody's going to act this way, but nobody did. So then I look like I'm fucking crazy. And I'm like, no, like this is what you should do. You just fucking won. Like, yep. Be pumped. Yeah. Uh, instead of like coming down and be like, "Hey guys, thanks for throwing me in. I'm really glad I got you know this experience." And then you go I back mean, in the you, house. I knew right when I saw that celebration. I'm like, she's she's a she just made herself a gif instantaneously. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Right. There was a a few seasons ago. I'm not sure if you watched. It was uh, World of Worlds two, I believe, and Laurel. Had a she thought she had won. Very similar celebration at the end. She was yep. doing like the the suck it chop the yeah, whole thing up that tree thing, right? Yes, yeah, and that yeah. became and her celebration was 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 very reminiscent of yours. And she, same reaction. I mean, dude, the, 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 the social media just let her have it, and it's just like, dude, when you're put in that when 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 there's that much on the line, and people don't understand, like a casual viewer doesn't understand the amount of adrenaline and like what goes through your mind and what goes through your body when you win an elimination, especially when the stakes are that high. And sometimes you don't even have control over what comes out of your mouth. You're like, I really said and did that. Okay. Well, yeah, I, guess, right. I guess I did. But that's life. I mean, tell me one, one time in real life, you haven't done or said something that you wish you wouldn't have. Now I I'm not saying I regretted, like, I mean, fuck, I had a good time. And yep. if you don't like how I celebrate, go fuck yeah. yourself. Yeah. Like, yeah, yeah, you ain't coming to my party. Right. You're not invited. <laughs> so this is one of the things that like when I when when I heard your background and when I heard your history and that and that you're you're a cop, I always wonder this too, because it's like sometimes we're in the challenge house, we're like, oh my God, this is so stressful. I have so much anxiety, there's so much stress. Do do you did you feel like maybe you had kind of an easier time navigating all the 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 the, the turmoil, the turbulence, the pitfalls? the emotional ups and downs just based on kind of like your career, what you've been, your training. Did you apply any of like that training to like the way you kind of navigated the emotional ups and downs of the challenge house? Yeah. So, um, I was a social make social work major in college, right? And my bachelor's in social work. And so I am a very empathetic person and I carry that over into my job a lot because there's a reason people aren't just bad to be bad. Like, oftentimes there's a reason behind why this is happening. And once you understand that, then you can, I feel like help these people work, you know, towards, you don't just have to be punished. You don't just have to throw people in jail. Like mm-hmm. let's try and stop this from happening again. So let's get yeah, to the, root, the root of the cause. Yeah. So 40 like, years, I'm still trying to figure out why I'm bad. So if you have any ideas, you let me know. <laughs> okay. Let me call your mom. And then we'll, <laughs> oh, you uh, have a field day. <laughs> but yeah, so, so I think more, more than anything, just being empathetic. I always try to put myself in somebody else's shoes because I want to understand why they felt that way, why they feel this way. And it helps me understand a little bit better. Mm-hmm. Um, and so, but that's what I do in my job too. Like, okay, why did this person 
commit the crime that they committed. And once you can understand why, not only it, it opens up the dialogue between you and whoever you're interviewing or whatever, but it helps you solve your cases a lot easier. And I got to say, and I think it's that background and it's that ability and that high like EQ that has given you the ability because that's that's why I think I've been so successful on reality television over the years is it really is like one big social experiment. And if you could understand what makes people tick, why people do what they do, if you could get inside the heads of these people and if you can understand like why they operate in in groups and in certain environments where they do, I mean, that's that's half the battle right there. Yeah, 100 percent. This episode is brought to you by Pure Leaf Iced Tea. Go beyond reality with new Pure Leaf Blackberry Iced Tea and discover a berry delicious world bursting with unexpected blackberry flavor. A world so full of refreshing blackberry iced tea that you may never want to leave. But there's always time to linger. Try new Pure Leaf Blackberry Iced Tea. Visit amazon.com slash pureleaf and enter 20 Pure Leaf for 20% off your purchase of new Pure Leaf Blackberry Iced Tea. So, and like you said, you didn't win it. You didn't win a daily the entire season, but you won when it mattered the most. And you won that final uh, daily challenge going into the final. What did that feel like going in, especially knowing that you had Angela and Alyssa targeting you, going against you to win and then be able to put the two of them in against each other in the final elimination to make sure one of them wasn't there. Uh, it must've been right. good. So going back to when like they sabotaged me in that collect four or whatever, I looked at Alyssa and I go bad move. And then once they had like got me out, right. She goes still a bad move. And I'm oh. like, no, you didn't. And oh. so then like, as we're moving on, uh, once I win and then Angela's in last. And then, so it, I, I feel like for once I took the high road when we're voting people in, I wanted, I was going to make the comment. I was going to go, sorry, Alyssa, but it was still a bad move. You're going in, you know, but yeah, so it was, it was great. And then on top of it, like Dom and Tyson tied. So like, then once again, you have Tyson and Sarah on opposite ends and Sarah won again. And, you know, so I'm like, yeah, fuck you guys. You, you created this bed yep. and like, you're mad at me that you have to lay in it. Yep. You did this, not yeah. me. Yeah. And, yeah, yeah. and now you guys are all like, ah, oh, her. And I'm like, what the fuck did I do? I was, I was even willing to work with you after the fact. Like, yeah. so, uh, yeah, it was just, it was, it was, I, it, it was the cherry on top. I loved it. So the, the group that made it to the final, I got to say, I've a lot of seasons of the challenge. I've never seen this many people just, just straight up quit. Right. Um, who do you think, or who are you upset that made the final? Who do you, who do you think did not deserve to be there? And why was it Tyson? <laughs> Johnny, stop. You're see, you're going to get me in fights. Um, <laughs> Uh, so yeah, if anyone needs to say anything bad, you at Johnny at that and say, not me at Johnny bananas. You got to give them the full, you got to give them the yeah, full oh, handle. At they, Johnny, at Johnny bananas, I don't yeah. know where that's going. Okay. Okay. At yeah. Johnny bananas. Um, if you have any shit to talk about me, start sending it to Johnny. Yes. I'll filter through it all. I'll make okay. sure I, I'll, I'll make sure that I set them all straight. I'll be like, guys, she's <laughs> just here to make good TV. Okay. It was all Tyson. No, honestly, I uh, like, okay. So, so I just, told you how I like play ball with production. Mm -hmm. And now like, but no, I felt everybody that was there deserved to be there. Like, mm -hmm. and so, yeah, he quits in the swimming, but the dude went into three eliminations yeah. and came yeah. out. He's the oldest guy in the house. I mean, seriously, you can't take him out. And yeah, I, I, I do. I feel like everyone that got to the end deserved to be there. Now, how about now, Ben, obviously that was your, that was your ride or die, your ally, the entire game. How, I mean, obviously this, it's, it goes without saying, I mean, it really unfortunate him injuring himself the way he did at the end, but how big was that? Was that like a detriment? Do you feel like to your final? I mean, do you feel like it would have, you would have benefited obviously from him, from him being there? Yes. And no, I mean, I would have Ben and I would have been paired up the first leg mm -hmm. and, you know, obviously now looking back and like I got second in that. So 
he would have only helped other people at that point, you know? So other challenges that like the one that Dom and I won the overnight, like Ben might've helped Angela win that. So, so no, actually, uh, like I would have Ben deserved to run the final and, and I wish he would have got to, uh, Ben would not have quit. But at the same time, it might have been the nail in my coffin had he stayed. How bummed were you that you weren't paired up with Enzo on that swimming challenge right out of the gate? Right. Um, yeah, not at all. <laughs> I mean, God, that's like, such a hard, that's such a, that is such a rough, is. rough way to go out, man. And it it's like, is. Enzo, you got a life vest on. You're not going to drown. Dude. I know. But let me say this. I, too, hit panic in that water at one point. Mm-hmm. Um, it, it was not only freezing, but the waves, like the, the choppy. Yeah. Did not, the TV did not do it justice. And then like our goggles are fogging up. And so, you know, like the most annoying thing ever is when you're swimming and you're having to like tread water and you take your goggles off to try and wipe them off. You know what I mean? And then to have a wave hit you in the face and you can't breathe and you already don't have your breath cause it's so cold. Yeah. yeah I definitely like hit panic at one point but I know how to get myself through that. And, um, I was by myself. So that was, that was a good thing because you see Desi being like Enzo and Enzo's going, get away from me. I don't know. I don't know if he could have talked himself through it or not, but, Mm -hmm. um, yeah, it does suck. But, but it also goes, I mean, you've played plenty of seasons to know that's why the season leads up to the final. You have plenty of opportunities to get, to get the people out that you don't want there. Mm-hmm. Well, it's not, and it sounds like you guys tried to do that three times and he just kept coming back. That's a, that is true. Yeah. But you could send him in every single time, mm-hmm. <laughs> you know, cause yeah. I, I'm just saying like, it's, yeah, it is what it is. I know. And, and, and the, the, the final always is it's, it's a different animal and there's so, and I've seen it happen in the past so many times I see people get to the final. I'm like, you, you have no idea what you're in for. They're all celebrating. Mm-hmm. They're like, yeah, I made it to a final. I'm like, We'll see how much you're celebrating 24 hours from now when yeah. you are freezing your ass off, standing on top of a log, you know, on top of a mountain. And that's starving. my wheelhouse. Yeah. It's yeah. like, like, I think that's also why, like, you know, the dailies were not my wheelhouse. My wheelhouse is gritty stuff, like stuff that makes you push yourself. And, and it's not the task that you're battling. It's you that you're battling. And yeah. I will always win that battle with myself where a lot of people won't. And so I knew that was my wheelhouse. It's about, and that's the other thing is it's about, and this is what I always tell myself too. It doesn't matter what, when you are going, when you're miserable and when you are like feeling the pain, all you got to tell yourself is everybody else feels the exact same way that I do. Mm-hmm. So it's not like you're the only one. And it's just about who can Push tolerate it. that pain for the longest time. And, and that's what, you know, that's what and weeds so, people out. So- I, I don't want to jump ahead, but because we're talking about that portion of it, like, you know, Tyson's been controversial with his, his statements in the press being like, well, we weren't allowed to time out of the Sudoku. We were forced to quit. And so I, I have a question for you because at the end of this, but let me explain it. When I'm up at the first puzzle, right? Mm-hmm. Uh, the board doesn't say, oh, there's a two hour time limit. The color, the, the, the one with all the colors. Yeah. Yep. It doesn't say that there's a time limit, right? Mm-hmm. But I've watched the challenge. Yeah. And and plus, I've seen other people uh, time out. Up until this point, every single person in that final had not completed a leg except me. Dom and Angela didn't finish the puzzle. Justine, you know, timed out of the, the one wheel. And then Dom and I were the only two to finish the overnight leg. They, they Tyson and, and uh, Kayla and Justine and Danny didn't even complete that. So leading up to that, I guess that's just for background of it, but it doesn't say Mm -hmm. you can time out. So I, I, I'm broken at this point. Like I'm freezing. I know going into this, as long as I don't get last, I'm going to win and I'm raining and I could, I'm sure people get the idea. We're fucking wet. We're cold. It's miserable. miserable. It it, it showed through on the screen. When I saw you sitting under that, that puzzle and you were sitting under the, uh, under that little tree in a ball and just, it, I mean, I could, it, you, you literally look, you were dying inside. Yeah. yeah. It and definitely so, came but through. I was, I was at rock bottom and, yeah. and this is what I said to myself. I go, Sarah, get your shit together. Cause, cause one of the producers like, you know, are, are you done? 
And I go, no, I'm just, I, I have got to have a conversation with myself. And that Mm -hmm. conversation was this, Sarah, one of three things is going to happen. A, you're going to figure this out. B, midnight is going to come and they're going to be like, okay, this is over. Or C, you're going to time out. So get ready for the long haul because it could, it's two in the afternoon. It could be midnight. Mm -hmm. Are you willing to endure that? Fuck yes, I am. Let's go. go. There you go. And so I didn't know I could time out either. Mm -hmm. But again, I've watched enough and I was willing to endure to find out if I could time out or not. To where fast forward up the mountain, they're like, oh, well, we didn't know we could time out. Because you quit before you could time out. Yeah. Like like to say, oh, you know, Tyson says, I was there longer. There's no fucking way, dude, because you quit when Kayla got there and (laughs) Kayla had quit by the time I got there. So mathematically, that is not even possible in a time, time frame that you were at that longer. The bottom line is this is these were your words. I got two pieces left. I'm going to have to do that whole puzzle again. Fuck it. I'm done. Mm -hmm. That's quitting. Mm -hmm. Yeah. So to say, oh, well, they didn't say we could time out. They didn't tell me I could either. Yeah. But you put that Sudoku on a beach. Guess what? They stand at that all fucking day till they either time out or midnight hits. And that was my question for you is, has it ever happened in, in a final where unless it has specifically stated that this is an elimination leg. And like, if you get last, you're done. Has it ever happened that somebody was active that didn't say they quit and they were continuing to put effort into something and they said, Hey, you're done. Come on, get in the van. Let's go. It actually has happened. It wasn't on a puzzle, but it was actually, it, it it's happened a few times. The one time I remember though, is it was on, on rivals one, it was the first time we were in Patagonia and we, it was just an incredibly, incredibly long day. And, um, there was a team that was all the way, it, it was like Jen and I think Jen and Paula, and they were the, 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 the last team. And they were so far behind, like the sun was setting yeah. and the other like four teams were already so far ahead. There was absolutely no way that they would be able to catch up to where everyone else was at. So they basically were like, just for the sake of like the show for time, you're never going to make it. So we're just going to DQ you. I think what was different in your guys' scenario is production's looking at it like this. You're still at the, 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 uh, the colored puzzle. I don't think that they had ever in a million years predicted that <laughs> I couldn't figure it out. <laughs> no, that, uh, Dominic Tyson, Justine and Kayla all quit. Right. That is never, and so that's what I'm saying. Like, I think once that, like, once everyone just started dropping like flies, they're like, we can't, I mean, we have to make sure that, like, we don't, you know, eliminate, you know, Sarah from the game. So, but again, uh, what, what I'm saying is, is with the, the rivals one that you used, they physically were never going to get there. Yeah. But I, I'm saying, has it ever happened that somebody's still trying to complete a task and, they, I would say 99% of the time yeah. you time out. Yeah. Yeah. Generally, that's how, generally that's how it happens. I mean, just for the sake of the show. Yeah. Generally there's, there's, there's time limits on these puzzles and because they know it's like, all right, and, well, and this- does, does it always say it? No, exactly. No. no. And so that's not my fault. If you haven't watched the show and you didn't know that. Yeah. And the real fact of the matter is you weren't willing to endure what I was willing to endure. Because mm-hmm. you said you quit. I wasn't going to quit until they told me you were you're done. done. Yeah. And so you guys quit before that happened. So yeah. stop saying like they forced you to quit. Nobody fucking told you you had to quit. Like yeah. have if I come do Sudoku and go blind, blowing past you, I, I'll tell you, I don't think there's a scenario where they let you continue to sit there and do Sudoku and don't ever let you time out. And again, you put it on a beach in, in warm weather, mm-hmm. they're, they're either going to time out or they'll figure it out. Nobody would have quit. Yeah. And you would have seen all of them continue. So therefore it was no such thing as a force quit that that was a conscious decision you made on your own. Uh, let's stop this production of it, it's not fair. You the know? true challenge for you guys in this final was you was battling the elements. Right. I mean, because what you guys had to, yeah. I mean, we've we've been in some, I mean, some really rough situations as well. 
Um, but that is 100% this, this final, what really, you know, determined who, who won and who lost was who was able, like you said, to just dig deep and to yeah. just, and to just grit your teeth and, and, and bear through it. Because man, I got to say, like, I've, again, seen a lot of finals and I've never seen this many people drop yeah, out. I, and it was brutal. Like I remember, I, I think at the, at the color puzzle, right after that, I, re I remember like turning a corner and I'm walking up, uh, like the mountain and off to my left, I see what, what looks like a Jeep, like an old Jeep Wrangler, like a uh, headlight. Right. Mm -hmm. And I'm like, what the fuck is that doing out here? And I'm just, uh, and, and I'm going, man, why would that be here? How would that even get here? And I, I just, I can vividly remember thinking that. And as the closer I get to it, I get to the point where I can touch it. It's, it's a stump. It's a, a block of wood. It's not that. And so, mm -hmm. you know, you always watch those shows where people are like, oh, I was lost at sea and I thought I saw a boat and it what it, it actually wasn't. Like, I get that delirium that they're going through. I, it yep. was the weirdest thing. I yep. like, thought there was spaghetti on the ground and it was moss. It was really weird. But yeah, because we're soaked. Yeah. Uh, yeah. You know, from I, I take all my stuff off on the overnight challenge because I'm like, I need to like, and I, and I threw it, threw it all like in a pile, basically thinking we're for sure getting new stuff in the morning and we had rain in our tent. So it's like basically laying in a, in a tub of water and Justine comes in and now there were only five sleeping bags. Well, Angela of course had her own and then Tyson got one and, and Kayla got one and I had one. Well now Dom and Danny those two big dudes are like in the same sleeping bag. Justine comes in and she's like, Sarah. And I'm like, no, oh because I've like stripped down now. Yeah. 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 She comes in boots and all like, doesn't take anything off, gets in with me. And I have like all my bare skin. I'm like, oh, man. Hey, like, is this really happening? And I'm like, and, but, but I love Justine. So she's like the, the only old one fashioned I, struggle snuggle. Yeah. And she's the only one I would let do that. But I'm like, man. And then, so, so TJ's like, all right, get up. And I'm like, all right, where's my clothes? Yeah. They're like, uh, -uh that, and I'm like, mm -mm, that can't be possible. Like these are soaked, like, oh it, it, and it's fucking snowing out. Yeah. yeah. And so, yeah, it was, it was bad. I always, I thought the funny, I thought you're funny. The, the funny line was when Angela, when you guys were moving the dirt and <laughs> Instead of saying she's quitting, she said she opted out. I was just telling, this is what I was saying before. I'm like, TJ hates quitters. So the next time I feel like I'm not, I don't want to do something. I don't want to complete a task. Yeah. I'm not going to tell him I'm quitting. I'm just going to tell him I'm opting out, Opt TJ. Out. I'm right, opting right. out. Yeah. I kept being like, well, Sleeping Beauty's in there. Uh, she thinks she can just opt out of this. You don't get it. Yeah. I'm sure Desi and Enzo would have, hey, um, TJ, can we opt out of the swim and just take last place? Yeah. No, you can't. Kayla, she was by far getting last in the, in the onion, you know, in the food, they made her eat it all. Like there's no opting out. You have to continue to try like, yeah, Justine, uh, like on the, on the puzzle one, the only reason like she timed out of it is like you said, for a production standpoint, Jay was going back to do it and she, she would have done it. She wasn't going to quit, but we got to get to the overnight leg, you know? Yeah. So for purposes of everybody else is finished, like she's going to finish, but she was willing to go back. She did start to go back and they're like, mm -mm, you know, well, I got to say, I mean, the one thing I, I was kind of surprised by the, 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 the Angela disqualification is generally you'll get a warning, whether it's from TJ or whether it's for, from production and be like, listen, if you, do you want to quit? They'll bring TJ on. And it's like, listen, if, if you're, you have, you either have to do this, or you're gone. It was kind of a surprise to me the next day for him to come out and be like, you know, you're done. Well, yeah. So I, honestly, I don't, I don't feel like it was to anybody else. And, and because when she did that, we're all looking at each other, like, wait a minute, like our backs are going to be wrecked. Mm -hmm. We're going to be tired. Like, how is this even fair? So when she had gone in, I went back and reread the sign and you know, it says you have to, move all the dirt, get the code, then move all the dirt back and then unlock these two bags at the top. And you have to retrieve those bags to go on to the next leg. So it says right there that you have to do it. Yeah. 
So I was pretty confident at that point, like she's done. And you see her go in the, in the, in the tent, they put the, it's right on the screen. She says, I quit, you know? Yeah. I, I mean, those no, words. She said she out. opted. She said she opted out. I feel like she said I quit too. <laughs> uh, but you know, everybody's sitting there and then they keep asking us like all night We're you know, Dom and I, we didn't go to bed at that point. We're the only two that finished that. And we said, fuck it, let's just stay up and let's grind this out. And we did. And, you know, they, they kept asking us, so what do you think about Angela getting sleep? And I'm like, well, sleeping beauty might want to rethink what she's doing. Cause this isn't a good look and it's not mm-hmm. a good decision because again, you can't just opt out. Like yeah. what I'm saying is it's just like the swim. Yep. You're right. It doesn't say you can't on the, on the sign when they said you have to swim this, can we just take last though? No, you yeah. have to at least try. Yeah. And th- that's the thing is Dom and I were the only ones that finished yet. They let Tyson and Kayla, they let Danny and Justine advance because of how long this was taking. And they put the effort in. Yeah. Angela, you don't get to advance because you didn't put the effort in. Yeah. And, and so I, I don't know. So to me, there's no confusion. Was I mean, was that surprising to you though? For somebody like Angela, who played, you know, such a such a solid game, what was it surprising? No, it wasn't surprising to you that she when nah. the when the going got tough, she gave up. Yep. And this is why I'll tell you that. And I started seeing it early on. So yeah, she was doing good in dailies. When we hit the collect four when they sabotaged me, right? Mm-hmm. We had to wait for like a half hour, 45 minutes for Alyssa, because they made them actually then complete, you know they're four in a row. Mm-hmm. It took them forever. They're walking there, you know, and when we get back, Angela and Alyssa were like, Oh my gosh, I'm so sore. And like, Angela's taking ice baths in the hot tub. Like, and I'm going, okay, so what you've worked out before, what makes your muscles sore when you start using muscles that you don't usually use? Yeah. That made you sore. You're not in the shape that you're want everybody to think you're in because you shouldn't be sore from that. Yeah. So that's when I started getting an inclination of it. Well, then when we went to the mini final, you know, she's on, she's not stupid. She's on that one, the slide puzzle forever. And she knows that's a bad move to continue to stay there. Mm -hmm. Yet she chooses to, because what happened is Kayla and I get out of the water. We're right with her. She takes off running. Kayla goes, should we, should we catch up to her? I go, uh, this is a marathon. This ain't a sprint. Yeah. And so my thoughts were by the time she got there, she was so tired. She's like, I can't fucking do this. So what better than to be able to say, I got beat by the puzzle. Then I got beat by you guys. Ah. And so you can sit there and go, well, I wasn't going to stop doing the puzzle. Yeah, but that's stupid. She didn't want to be exposed. Exactly. Uh-huh. And so I'm starting to put it together going, uh-uh, she doesn't have it. She yeah. does not have this in, in endurance. And, and sure enough, when it got hard, look what happened. So I mean, that was the whole point of moving that sand. The entire point of that was to just wear you down. There was no other point of that. We've done that in a final before. The only point is to just, you know, is, is, is to and just so wear from you a, out. A viewer standpoint, I just, even if they're going, Oh, she was robbed or whatever. I'm like, really? Like put yourself in our shoes. Everyone else that did all that work. Is that fair? Like that she just can take last. Cause what if Johnny, what if this, what if when she's like, I just want to take last and we all go, Hey, fuck it. Let's all go to bed. We'll yeah. all just take last. Yeah. 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 Or whoever, whoever's moved the most amount of dirt, we'll just do it that way. You got first, we get second, you get third. Yeah. Yeah. I get it. And I, and I, and that's why, I mean, they want to prevent that from happening. For yeah. Sure. And so let's just stop now and preserve our energy and, uh, here we'll draw sticks and whoever, you know, as the longest one can get first. And this is how we're going to do it. They'd be so pissed off. Like that's why that stuff's not to say if, if anyone that thinks that that was bullshit or they should have told her, no, they shouldn't have told her. She should have known better. If the stove says it's on, you should know that it's fucking hot. Don't put your hand on it. I shouldn't have to tell you don't touch it. <laughs> you should know that. And if you don't, that's your problem, not mine. I mean, hey, amen. Now, when you got to the Sudoku, you were the only, no one else was there. 
You finish the Sudoku, you run up the mountain, you find, you see, you, you see the flag. Did you really not, you had no idea at that point that everybody else had DQ'd. So you're didn't just you like, yeah, whatever. I, didn't I, you I, see me? Yeah. I, cause so I get up there, Johnny, nobody's there. And I, I guess I'm like, oh, well maybe if they just edited it like on TV, like everybody's there cheering when the, their teammates get up or whatever, or when everybody's finishing, but like TJ's usually there welcoming you. No one. And I'm like, um, but one thing I do remember is I saw one set of footprints, right? Okay. And, but it was snowing. So yeah. I had assumed I was that far behind that everybody else that already got up, that their footprints had been covered with snow and that somebody had just made those. And, but not at the time, like looking back now, I realized why there was only one set. But I get up to the top and um, Katie Gallagher is like, mm-hmm. and there's a camera out there and she's like how do you feel and i go i fucking shit the bed all i had to do was not get last like this fucking sucks like i thought i was climbing up this mountain for two hundred fifty thousand, and she's going yeah but you did it like can you give us like a woohoo you did it and i literally was like woohoo great like i'm like give me the fuck out of here like i i'm freezing this sucks i just let this slip through my hands and they get us in and and danny's in this room right and he's co- he's in a sleeping bag. He's, they've got all of his wet clothes off them. The doctor's got his feet in hot water. You know, he's drinking hot soup. And, um, and, and I'm like, they go, we're going to put you in this room with Danny. And I'm like, okay. So I go in and I'm like, Hey Danny. And he's like, Hey, how's it going? And I'm like, where is everyone? And I thought maybe they're in a different room or something. Yeah. And Danny goes, Oh, I'm the first one up here. And I go, yeah, but I didn't, I was last, I got stuck at the first puzzle. I go, I didn't pass anyone on the way up. I go, so they must be somewhere else. And, and there's probably like eight people in the room and Danny and I are just, we, we, you're not putting it together. And I'm like, well, where are they? And Danny's like, well, I don't know. Maybe, maybe they're not done yet. I go, Danny, I didn't pass anyone. Trust me. Like, and so then finally I'm like, did they all quit? And Katie's like, wow. And I, and so that's Danny, how you found out. That's yes, how you found yeah, out that you were. And I go, no fucking way. And Danny's like, what? And we're like both like freaking out right now. Like, wait, where wait. the hell was TJ? He couldn't wait for you at the flag. Uh, right. And, I, and I'm going, I said, what the fuck? I go, can we go back out there? And you ask me how I feel now? Because <laughs> yeah. when you asked me how I felt, I thought I just lost $250,000. Wow. Uh, and, and and now you tell me I won. Why didn't you tell me that out there? Because I look like an idiot out there. And she's like, oh, well, we have to go back out and do the thing with TJ. And and so then that's funny, too, because they're there. We're like, OK, well, where's our other clothes? And they're like, mm, no, no, clothes. we got to make it. And I'm like, yeah, not putting those on. So I have like the doctor's sweatpants on. I have some random guys shirt that worked at this place. His shirt like just totally different. All because prima donna tj could not wait for you at the top of the mountain for you to come up it's like listen tj you couldn't have waited an, an extra you know 30 minutes no, to an TJ hour was in the cabin <laughs> the fucker was in the cabin i walk in devastated right just devastated oh, dude. and he's sitting there bullshitting yep. with these mountaineer guys yep and he's like oh hey good job sarah and i'm like Thanks. <laughs> like you couldn't even go out and see wow. me finish, dude. Wow. Again, I'm like, I get it. I'm last place. i he's like, nobody I, likes quitters, TJ. You quit on oh, Sarah. Right. He did. And so then once we found out, like when I when I came down, I'm like, what the fuck, TJ? And he's like, he he didn't know that I didn't know. He opted out. Let's let's be real. TJ he, he opted out, he opted of, being out there. of being right. up there when you made it to the flag. Yeah, not cool, TJ. Such a TJ move. Well, listen. <laughs> I got to say, you put together a hell of a season, Sarah, and, um, you know, you went in, you you had your alliance turn on you, you 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 made it through, a uh, you know, a pretty vicious blind side, you had your back against the wall pretty much the entire time, you had a very powerful alliance working against you the entire time, and not only did you, you know, win that final uh, daily challenge, you 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 persevered and you pushed through that final and um i got to say i was really really impressed with uh with the grit and the determination that 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 you showed and um you put on a hell of a season and as Thank someone you, like you Johnny. said that grew up watching the challenge and and is a challenge fan 
pat yourself on the back because dude, because you're you're the real deal and you and you I really, had a really hell of a season. That, especially coming from you. Like just newsflash. I don't care what all you people on the internet think. Johnny just approved of me. So yeah. <laughs> yourself. Print that. You know, you get someone like like not and not just you, any of the vets like that have been through it. If you just sit on your couch and watch us, you don't get to comment on mm-hmm. this when you've done it. You know, it, it, so thank you. It, it does. I, I appreciate you saying that. And it means a lot. And I know you've probably pushed yourself really hard in the past. And I know you've probably put yourself in some really uncomfortable positions. But what's amazing about the challenge and especially the finals is, you know, you hit your wall. They always say, oh, I hit my wall. I'm done. The challenge and the finals will show you that there are walls beyond your walls, beyond mm-hmm. your walls. You think yeah. you've hit your wall and then you realize there's another one behind that and another one behind that. And that's, you know, and that's one of the that's what I think just has made me just mentally, physically, emotionally, just a stronger person in life is is being able to put your body and your mind through that. Yeah. And to survive is one thing, but to survive and win is, is know, just like the cherry on top. Sick, but like. Yeah. You like that feeling. Yeah. Yeah. It's accomplished. It's a sense of an, it's, it's a, it's a sense of accomplishment. And it makes you want like yeah. to continue to push yourself like that. And like I say, when I work out, um, you know, I never shave a rep. I never, mm-hmm. if, if, uh, we're doing like 400 out and back and if the line is here, I always go uh, one inch over that line. I, ne- I don't step an inch short because the second you start, the second you let yourself take a shortcut, that's when you'll start quitting. Yep. You never let yourself quit. You hold yourself accountable for every rep you do, every, you know, every every inch of, of everything, then that's how you can accomplish those things. And, and you know what and- that's called? That's called heart, Sarah. And that's not something that can be that's not something that can be trained. That's not something that's something that you're that you're born with, dude. So yeah. yeah. So and and, and the people that have that are so lucky, like, mm-hmm. because people will think that I come across cocky, but I truly believe I can do anything. Yeah. I really actually believe that. Like a lot of people will say, you can do anything you put your mind to. Anybody can say those words, yeah. but there are very few people that actually believe it. And you know what? I probably can't do everything, but I don't believe that. And that's all that matters. If you feel like you could do something nine times out of a, nine times out of ten, you can. And guess what? Even if you don't, you're gonna look good trying. So right, damn right. So well, listen, Sarah. It was an absolute pleasure watching you this season. Congratulations on your win. From what I little birdie told me, there's a really good chance you're gonna be going on this uh, global uh, tournament coming up here. Yeah, I gotta get the okay from work. Okay. Uh, <laughs> well, let me let me know if you need me to call your desk sergeant. I'll uh, I'll send a letter of recommendation. <laughs> oh, I okay. Had, uh, trust me, I got Cash and Justine. I mean, they they bring out the wild side in Sarah, and it's oh, like, oh boy, uh, yeah, I got to get away from you two. And they're like, oh, we'll go talk to your chief for you. And I'm like, no. Cash has on. We're at the bar. She's got this blazer on, nothing <laughs> under it, heels, and she like throws her leg up on the desk. And I'm like, she's like, so, chief. <laughs> And I'm like, yeah, we're not going to do this. Oh, so. boy. Yeah, that, that, that's that's definitely not going to get me. That's that's going to have the exact opposite effect. So. All right. Well, listen, Sarah, I just, again, want to want to thank you for coming by. Um, it was it was a, it was absolute pleasure, uh, you know, chatting with you and yeah, for um, sure. looking forward to seeing uh, you on the next one. And uh, let's just, you know, see see how high that ceiling goes. Yeah, for sure. All right. Thank you for stopping by the Death, Taxes and Bananas podcast where the tea flows like wine and my guests instinctively flock like the salmon of Capistrano. I'm Oprah and I love you. Bye.